are listening to the Real Mamas of Modoc. Hi, my name is Nana. Hi, my name is Shelby. Co-hosted by our mommy, Mandy. With my mom, Jennifer Holmes. My Jennifer Holmes is my mommy, Jennifer. So this is our actually second time today recording because mm-hmm. we uh, got together earlier this morning and did a recording for um, a couple weeks from now. What is going on? Was that Sorry, you? That was me. I was trying to like it so it would go on my Facebook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so weird. Yes. So, okay. So yeah, so this is um, our second time doing this. So it's kind of weird. It's a little bit different than what we usually do, but that way we have some podcasts for when we take some time off right because mm-hmm. spring break the kids are going to be out of school mm-hmm. and then um i will be out of town the week after that so we're going to pre-record and be able to release them so you don't miss us yeah <laughs> so obviously for we are um doing this facebook live thing again to see how that works um we do not have a helper so if we see comments or something i'll try to get up or jennifer she probably knows better than me but um, we'll see what we can figure out for you. It looks like Liz is watching and Lindsay is watching. So hi, hi ladies. Thanks for joining hi. us. We got, um, as you can see on Special Facebook Live, guest. we have Miss Holly. Hi, Holly. How are you doing? So happy to be here tonight. So what do you do, Holly? Well, I, uh, I work for public health and I do uh, nutrition education i go into all the schools in the county and do um you know i give them food to try and then we talk about why it's healthy and why you should eat whole foods and healthy foods and things like that Uh, so i go preschool through fifth grade doing that i also do like adult things or older kid things as well but i prefer the little kids because they They'll love you. They love me. (laughs) Miss Holly's uh, here. And uh, (laughs) so I'm super popular in the grammar school for sure. And they all want to answer. It's it's funny because as adults, even me, as an adult, you don't want to answer. Because you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to be wrong. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so little kids, they don't care if they're wrong. They all are want to answer they're very curious so i really enjoy that and if you're my kids they're never wrong yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're already training to be a wife yes (laughs) and i also do uh oral health presentations and i work with uh savannah wilson who's a dental hygienist and we do dental screenings in the schools daycares and other places so So what how does that tie in together because nutrition yeah actually we just had a last year we had a, a dental Uh, poster contest and then COVID hit and so we weren't able to reward or award the kids with their I saw Zephyr got it yeah so we finally got some grocery bags made and I I wish I had one with me I have one in my office but that's down because then we could show yeah (laughs) Jennifer could run down there and grab one but could yeah my office is open anyway but they were a lot of fun the the theme of the dental contest the dental, dental poster contest was uh, why nutrition was good for dental health. And so the kids incorporated that information into their bags. And so so yeah, that was they fun. They were really and cute. I never had, like, I remember as a kid, I just didn't have the imagination or, I don't know, I had a great imagination, but when it came to something like that, I'd be like, I don't know where to start or how to yeah. do anything. These well, kids are really, like, creative. What we did also to kind of encourage <laughs> them and give them those ideas is to, we did presentations ahead of time. And so we talked about why nutrition was important and, you know, how often you should brush your teeth and things like that. And, and so that gave them those ideas. But Jennifer's going to get these bags. They're reusable grocery bags. And my uh, granddaughter and my nephew, um, Braden Knighton and Zephyr Batram, both were winners. And I didn't oh. vote, just so everybody <laughs> knows, because I, I knew that they were... Uh, so here's the bags, and I don't know if you can see it this far away, but this one is Zephyr's. She's my granddaughter. It says, life is better with teeth. Which and is true. I know. I just <laughs> thought it was so funny. And then it has, like, fruits and vegetables all over it. And then there's some other kids, and then there's my 
nephew Braden his pictures and it like even looks like him I thought Aww. but uh, we'll be giving those out at Ooh, grocery stores a great artist I know yeah Holy some cow. of them are so so it was open for um kindergarten through fifth grade or uh, actually eighth grade I believe and so we just had a big variety of you know little kid drawings real simple things to really pretty amazing drawings Ooh, so Anna, is that your daughter no, I don't it think a, so. It was a different one. It was one. TK. Yeah. Oh, I think that's um, the other doodle one. Okay. I yeah. thought that was your daughter's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so we'll be putting those out in the grocery store so you guys can all... How much are they? Get, well, they're free. We're just giving them out what? for advertising. And so Cute. on the inside panels here, there's, um, you know, information on how to brush your teeth. Uh, on this side, there is information on nutrition. And I know it's kind of hard to see this far away from that and then just information about Modoc County Public Health. Yes, yeah, so and my kids who sponsored it are very uh, particular if I use the plates that have the nutrition things on them. They um, are pretty dang strict about it. They're like, "Mom, is that a protein? Is that <laughs> oh. a, you have that in the wrong spot, you know?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, we only have three things." <laughs> <laughs> And you don't have to have all five every day. You have to throughout the week. You need to at least oh, really? have your... Okay, so tell me <laughs> tell me your presentation about that. Um, well, I mean, it's good to have all five food groups, but, you know, we can get them throughout the day as well. You not, know, just, you, not at every single meal. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have a little bit of everything on your plate. Because if I put grapes out for dinner, that's uh, all my kids are going to eat. Yeah. They're not going to want anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, you know, you got to you got to... If that's the case, then maybe that could be a dessert item. So, okay. But uh, speaking of dinners, uh, it's real important to eat dinners together. Um, <clears throat> they say that people that eat dinners together, kids are less apt to engage in like risky behaviors when they get older. Really? Because you've got that family unit where you're communicating, you're talking about your day. Um, what are some big ex- distractions you think that are during dinner time oh tv for sure <clears throat> yeah tv anything phones. else phones <clears throat> yeah it's like little kids now have phones and things that they look at or even adults you know they they aren't engaging to their and even I'm not, if they are at the table yeah on their phones so you or, know turn off those phones turn off those electronics turn off the tv um, talk to each other make the um the mealtime a fun time um so miss holly mm-hmm. what is it that makes you so special when you go to school what do you dress up as well <laughs> you dress up i dress up yeah i uh, i have costumes i have fruit and veggie costumes i even have toothbrush and tooth costumes too mm-hmm. so uh, oh, so you have like cute. isn't it like a banana yeah i have bananas and grapes and uh, carrot apple orange pumpkin um Gosh, I'm, I have a, I can't remember. Anyway, I have a lot of costumes, and so they're a lot of fun to wear, and, you know, that puts the kids at ease, and even the adults, if I don't wear a costume, they ask where my costume is, so <laughs> anyway, it's, it's so a lot what, of fun. So when you go into the schools, um, you said that you feed them, too? Yeah, I bring in different foods, and I bring foods from all food groups, and actually, I've been doing kind of a fun program the last two years with the preschool and kindergarten. They, um, I bring in different things, like the last time I went in there, I brought rice cakes and yogurt and different kinds of fruit cut up. And so the kids are able to, I put all the stuff out on the table, we have tongs, we, we go through our hand washing routine, and then we eat like as a family. And so the kids are able to take what they want. They don't have to take everything, they don't have to take anything. So you got to give those, you know, it gives those kids that power of choice. And so they can make those good, healthy decisions on their own. My kids eat better and, like, try things that they wouldn't try at home. Mm-hmm. They try at school. Yeah. Yeah, I've had people, parents tell me for years that, you know, their kids won't eat that, you know, a broccoli or whatever, Brussels sprouts at home. And Miss Holly brings it to school, and they eat it all they up. Do. And, yeah, it's and then like it's crazy because Shelby will be like, nope, nope, not gonna try it, and then <laughs> she'll try it at school and through your program or whatever, mm-hmm. and she'll be like, oh, I had that, I like it. Yeah, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but at home, man, it. they don't. It's much harder. All the it's kids like a power struggle, I feel, or something. 
all, yeah. the, all the kids know Miss Holly. Mm-hmm. Mine goes, Miss Holly works with you, huh? <laughs> she came into my classroom. <laughs> I had smoothies. I yeah. know you, you have a really fun job. I, feel, I do have you a do really get fun to go job. Out and mm-hmm. go do that stuff. Yeah, like I said, I'm super popular, and it's kind of nice that they do listen to me. You know, I've seen kids at like the baseball games, <laughs> and they come up to me and they're like, they have a soda and a <laughs> and a candy bar, and they're like. I don't always eat this, and I say it's it's okay. It's a sometimes food, but they have this look of guilt on their face. Oh that my gosh. I said it's okay. That's you know, good because you know you've gotten their yeah minds yeah. So I know we've had that around our dinner table because my husband will eat ranch, and I've taught my kids that broccoli and ranch is okay. Like get them to eat broccoli; they just dip it in ranch. It's great. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let's teach them that broccoli's good by themselves. I know. And Juliana goes. Well, ranch is not very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miss Holly said. Yes. <laughs> so we have our own little nutritionist that loves to tell us everything mom, that we do. Um, used to only steam the broccoli. And I hated the smell of it. It smelled mm. like farts or like whatever. Sulfur. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And so I never really cooked it until just just recently, really. And Anthony was like, you know, I really like steamed broccoli. I'm like, bleh. <laughs> 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 and so... I um like got a recipe and did it in the oven and kind of crisped up the edges and like sauteed it in there with some oil and like garlic salt and it was really yummy. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I could do this broccoli because I like broccoli, you know, raw broccoli just fine. Mm-hmm. But then um, once you cooked it, I was like, ugh. So then both my girls, they just devoured it and they loved it, you know, and I'm like, wow, you know, because I – I was assuming because I didn't like it mm-hmm. that they weren't going to like yeah. it. <laughs> They've right. never tasted broccoli because Mandy doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, then just recently I steamed it and um, Shelby's all, I like wet broccoli. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so happy that you got And then Natalie yeah. was inhaling it so fast that I had to do the Heimlich on her. Oh, no. I made Anthony oh, do the Heimlich, man. actually. Oh. She was just shoveling it in and just like all of a sudden – she was choking really bad, you know, and I like pointed the chair at Anthony. I was like, she's choking. Like, get her. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's scary. Yeah. So yeah. Luckily. Bite, cut it into bite-sized pieces. Oh, it was, it wasn't very big. It you just, just inhaled it. She just, it was whole. Mm. Yeah. And um, so I was like, well, at least we know you like the broccoli. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, like, like you were, as an adult, you said, I don't like broccoli, but I don't like wet broccoli, so mm-hmm. I'm going to try it this way. So give your your kids those choices yeah. too. You know. I don't know why my mom never did that. I mean, yeah. she just would smother it and she, she no, she'd probably just mean and be like, no, oh, you're gonna eat what I cook you. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the way she always made it, probably. Yeah. But you know, give your cho- your kids choices like that. They they go, I don't like broccoli. Then you say, well, let's try it this way, or or give them even choices. Do you do you want cooked carrots tonight or raw carrots, or put maybe two you know servings of small or servings of vegetables and and keep trying with kids too just like you you know with mm-hmm. adults you're like oh i do like broccoli now so our, our taste buds are always changing and you know keep offering it to them don't make it a, a big issue um you know just yeah. i just noticed like with carrots mm-hmm. because shelby is toothless right now too mm-hmm. but carrots and um celery they're kind of harder to eat sometimes. So, mm-hmm. like, with the carrots, I started cutting them into, like, chip size, you know? The, oh, yeah. And I called them carrot chips. And, like, Natalie was like, oh, cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she was eating those, but she wouldn't eat the little baby carrots or anything. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so I've done, you know, kind of, like, change up the shape of yeah. them. Celery gets too stringy. Uh-huh. But if I cut it up in, like, chunks like that long, they'll um, – Shelby will just, like, pop them in her mouth, mm-hmm. and she likes them in the salads and stuff. Yeah, so. good ideas. And those are you good know? things to have around when you have toddlers, right? Holly are called graze eaters, mm-hmm. where they like to eat on the go because they've just learned how to move, so they don't want to be held down. So having things out and about for them, like very small pieces of uh, the puffs or, like you're saying, little small carrots that they can chew but not choke on, or celery or whatever just having that about i know i've heard a lot of parents say i can't get my toddler to eat with us well they're graze eaters so they're eating on the move so if you could have those and they're used to and when you know they come from breastfeeding or bottle feeding or whatever to where they're eating on demand or eating a lot more often and then when you come introduce a solid food they're 
nope, sorry, three times a day and two snacks. That's all you get. Right. You know, and so I feel like those little babies got to have a little bit of that in between. Well, and I wanted to um, touch on you talked about grapes. And, and with little kids, you got to make sure that, that, it, that not only is the portion size appropriate for a kid, you're not going to expect a kid to eat like a whole giant plate of food like you would eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, just make sure also that the size is appropriate. Grapes are a choking hazard. Carrots are a choking hazard. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter is a choking hazard. Peanut butter? Yeah. Yes. Because it gets like stuck in your throat, you know, if you like just have it off the spoon. And oh, you do that all the time for hiccups. Did you know that's like an instant <laughs> cure for hiccups? Like really? Oh, instant I never for heard my that. kids. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I don't I remember who I heard it from, but so, the last yeah. couple of years we do that and. Just make sure it's not a big spoonful, you know. Well, it's got to be big, like otherwise it's and same with hot dogs hot dogs are yeah. a huge choking yeah. hazard huge choking hazard mm-hmm. and even big kids even adults can choke on hot dogs you're in they're uh, the niece. right size she chokes easy yeah yeah i have a niece that i don't know why but she seems to she choked on her retainer you know i mean she chokes on everything so hmm. yeah know. i've seen the heimlich done on her a couple of times yeah. i think <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I'm i real paranoid about things like hot dogs. I cut them into little fourths. You know, I can cut them into mm-hmm. hot dog pennies and then into either halves or fourths, depending on their age, because I'm just really paranoid about About those. what age do you let the, not have to worry so much about that? Um, well, you know, I'm, I don't know, any age, I guess, because, I mean, you're not going to cut up your food, your kids' and food till they're 10 years old, of course, but... Um, I guess just don't let them run around if they're eating a hot dog when they're older, right. you know. But as far as little kids, I would say at least a couple, two or three years that I would cut them up tiny for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. So <coughs> since we're talking about little ones, me, Holly, and I have talked about this before. Um, one of the big issues with nutrition with little ones, and they get tested at one years old, is anemia and also um anemia is lack of iron in their body and so when you're going from a bottle like you know you normally give this baby formula or breast as much as they want and so when they flip to that one year now we're moving on to the cow's milk the whole milk so the big question is how much because you used to just give it give it give it give it give it well you don't have to do that with milk actually too much milk will actually cause your children to be anemic because the calcium really? milk absorbs to the iron and they will poop it out so when you go for your one-year check they poke the poor little baby's fingers and they check for their hemoglobin and they'll also check iron or lead and so that's when they all tell them sorry want to let you know that your baby's anemic and mom's like freak out oh no what's wrong what's wrong and what they need to do is actually not take the milk away but decrease it it's about 16 ounces i think is what a like a one-year-old baby actually needs in a day in a day yeah and um, they'll get iron drops, and they're these napkin-looking drops mm-hmm. that they put in their mouth. The multivitamin yeah. with iron. Yeah, they yeah. can get that like polyvisol yeah. or something, but they also can just get a prescription of iron drops. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I always tell parents, because I think this gets overlooked, is don't give them a bottle of milk with that supplement, because that's going to do you no good. Right. They're just going to poop it out. So wait a half an hour before and after, before you give them milk. And if you can, give them some citrus because the vitamin C in the citrus juice will help you absorb the iron. So pineapple juice or orange juice is really good to do with that. But weren't we talking like you had a story <coughs> once about how you didn't know that or something? And Yeah, when my daughter was little, she loved milk, and she still loves milk. Mm-hmm. And so I would let her have as much milk as she wanted every day and um, because I just thought it, you know, it had calcium for her bones and vitamin D and all that. But she didn't eat very much, she was skinny, and then she was anemic. And I didn't know why, like you said, because I thought, you know, I give her milk all the time, and but then she wasn't eating her meals. And so um, <clears throat> you don't want to give your kids milk and juice throughout the day, like especially in a sippy cup or a bottle, because the milk actually has sugar in it, lactose is sugar, and that gives your baby bottle rot. It, you know, cavities in your teeth from sucking on a bottle or a sippy cup, and also juice. It just, it's good for you, and it's good carbohydrates, It's, but it's sugar. It's natural sugar, and sugar is sugar, and so it would rot your teeth too. 
And then also, like I was talking about, you know, my daughter was always um, full from drinking milk, and so then she didn't want to eat much. So then she became thin and anemic and, you know, I was wondering what I was doing wrong. But so I like to tell people that because I thought I was doing the right thing. But, you know, that's why we, we like to learn these things about nutrition so that we can make good informed decisions. Mm-hmm. So what kind of foods are higher in, high in um, iron that would be good to like feed? Uh, your ones. leafy greens are high in iron. Red meats are high in iron. Now, women also have this problem too because once we hit, we start menstruating, once we have our period, we lose a lot of blood that way. Mm-hmm. And also pregnant women do too. Towards the end of pregnancy, there's pregnancy-induced anemia. So um, you have that issue too. So including those big leafy greens, which are like what, spinach and... Swiss chard, um, kale all those leafy greens, which also have ca- uh, calcium in them. You can get some calcium mm. from those leafy greens. So um, so the uh, lead, you were saying, mm-hmm. or the um, – because I remember also hearing well-fed, less lead. Yep. Is mm-hmm. that you? Yeah. Okay. So because um, I remember <laughs> kind of being really worried about it because Natalie, like, just eats dirt. And sand, and like if I set her on the ground in a sandbox, and still to this day, she's three and a half. She should not be eating sand, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, ha- I have to keep an eye on her. So in the sandbox, she just shovels it in. So weird. She'll have just that sand is, turds. It's yeah, crazy. You wouldn't uh, think that would taste good, huh? Right. Feel good in your mouth. Yeah. Um, but like, so what's the whole well-fed, less lead? What is that? So your again your your things like your leafy greens and your citrusy fruit help um, keep the lead out of our bodies, and um, because lead can be super dangerous, like um, it can cause it can ca- cause your um, teeth to fall out. Yeah, and neural tube. It can cause like attention deficit um, disorders. It can. Um, lead to um, learning disabilities isn't it like ADD too or cause like the yep. symptoms like that yeah like um, it was recently really big in the news well a couple of years ago but Flint Michigan um, it can have um, really harmful effects of too much lead like um, affecting your skin your brain and it's really big with kids and it's found in older houses in the lead paint it's found in, in the, the dirt, dirt. See, um, and that's what made me kind of worry about well maybe Maybe, you know, I, sh- I don't know how to get tested or anything like that, but I mean, I've been concerned about it, but we do eat, we always have a vegetable in our, in our dinner, you know, mm-hmm. always have that. And, um, for the most part, they do decent. I mean, it's not like, well, that's night cauliflower rice was a hit. Oh, um, yes. That's it was, I good. made it like Mexican kind of style and they both loved it. And so I feel like at least they're getting some cauliflower mm-hmm. in there. They don't even have a clue. Well, that's it. Another thing, you can hide things in your food. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, I, I take smoothies to the school at least once a year, and I always take spinach and put in it with it. And the kids will say, oh, I don't like spinach, but you can't even taste it in there. So there's ways to hide those things, like your cauliflower rice and spinach hidden in things. So. And meatloaf. And yeah. Yep. Um, spaghetti sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. So, um, I kind of feel like we're that Saturday Night Live skit where they're like talking about it's kind of called this is bad. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but you know when they're talking about the um, any food and they're talking about the sweaty balls, you know, and they're all in that that voice, and they get really creamy and sweaty. <laughs> you know, like that's what I feel like we're talking about with all these recipes. Only Sorry. thing I can think of was the lunch lady one. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't have said that's not really appropriate for our thing, but we gotta gotta spice it up, right? Yeah, we're talking about right. food. <laughs> um, so, Mandy, you asked earlier about that. If you know, you don't have to have all five food groups yeah. during one meal, but um, it is good to have five a day. The colorway is what they say. So, you know, your fruits and vegetables. Try to get at least five of those in a day. And that may sound like a that lot. It does sound like a lot. So how do you do that? I but mean, like, I could understand fruits at breakfast time, but, like, what, what kind of... Well, what kind of snacks could you have during the day that's a fruit or a vegetable? Carrots, Carrots. usually. So now you've got two. And then um, lunch, you know, you might have 
some tomato soup or tomatoes on your sandwich or, <clears throat> you know, some sort of, what else broccoli? is barbecue? Broccoli, yeah. tomato soup. Yeah, or you, yeah broccoli. Lettuce and tomato on a sandwich. Yeah, like the broccoli and carrots and the tomatoes and the all those, you know, bell peppers and things like that for lunch and then maybe a snack in the afternoon and then with dinner maybe you have some cooked broccoli or some asparagus or something with a salad with a bunch of vegetables in <clears throat> so it does sound like it's hard to do that five a day color way but if you think about it just little you know quarter cup worth air all day long and it's not that hard to do so super important to get your fruits and vegetables and your grains in because they have high fiber and what that does is it um, collects the cholesterol in your your bloodstream it's like a, a broom that sweeps out your intestines number one and your bloodstream so it helps keep that cholesterol the fat out of your bloodstream so that keeps your your heart super healthy um, definitely need protein for our muscles um, and our heart is a muscle our number one important muscle is our heart so we need those proteins but we want to stay away from those uh, all saturated fats all the time. So saturated fats come from all animal products and coconut. Really? <coughs> Oddly enough, yeah. What That's about weird. coconut oil, though? Can you do coconut oil? It's a saturated fat. So is coconut oil healthier than the other oils that we cook with? Well, like they go back and oil? forth. I, you know, it goes back and forth, just like anything. Mm. For a while, eggs were great, then they weren't great, right. and then they're great again. Mm -hmm. And so... So the rule of thumb really is that to limit your saturated fats, you know, like your red meats and things like that, mm -hmm. because those are the your saturated ones that do put fat into our arteries, into our bloodstream there. But so just don't have a steak every single night, you know, right. maybe choose a leaner or a healthier um, protein or not even a meat. You know, you can have beans. Beans are super good for you. You're getting double the the stuff with them because you got lots of fiber they're super high in fiber and they're super high in protein now so i can't get my kid to eat beans with well natalie can will eat them a little bit but shelby's like mm -mm, i don't like beans and mm -hmm. i don't know and every time i make her try one <coughs> bean and i don't mm -hmm. know if it's the texture and i tried that could different be, yeah. ones mm -hmm. like even refried beans or black oh beans. yeah no nothing mm -hmm. um yeah so just keep offering it to them um, dairy again is, you know, a good thing, but just not too much. Everything in moderation, of course. And I did bring a little handout here. It, it's it's on fat facts, and I know it's hard to see also there, but I'll just explain it to you a little bit because you know the world went through a phase where everything was fat free or low fat. Well, usually when something is fat free, they just it just means that they're adding something else to it to make it taste good, yeah. and it's probably something that you don't need either. So you're better off to just know about what fats are the healthier fats. Um, things like olives and the olive oil, mm -hmm. that's your healthier fat. Um, peanut butter, just peanut butter is a tricky one though because peanut butter has a lot of added sugar a yep. lot of times. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so look at the ingredients list. The ingredients list shouldn't be any wider than the width of your pinky here. So oh, if wow. the ingredient list is wider than that, it's got too many ingredients. You want whole foods. So then it's going to be more of like a lot of um, processed stuff. Yeah, processed. Yeah, those big long words that we don't even know what they mean or, uh -huh. you know, we shouldn't be eating things that we can't even pronounce. Dude, I just found out that um, uh, imitation vanilla is from a, is it a beaker's annals lamp? What? Oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Serious. No way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that I'm going for the more expensive yep. vanilla. Oh, now. I always cheap out and go imitation, oh, too. Gross. Now it's, that's gross. Gross, right? Oh, man. And so now when I see, like, imitation flavor on, like, drinks or anything mm -hmm. like that, I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I want the real stuff. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. And I'm going to have off. to Google that, though. Yeah, you're <laughs> better off with those, those whole foods. Uh, almonds and avocados, those are all really good uh, oils and foods Love avocado. there. Um, so those are your monounsaturated. Those big long names, monounsaturated and polyunsaturated, are the ones that are better fats. And it's hard to remember these things. Mm -hmm. And so just remember those ones that are hard to say are those good fats. <laughs> <clears throat> so things like your fish. So instead of having a steak, have maybe uh, uh, choose fish because it's got those, those omega um, oil, uh, fats in them that are good for our heart. Um, almond, flaxseed, 
things like that. Seeds, sunflower seeds, unless they're coated in a lot of salt, you know. But yeah, no honey salt, roasted peanuts. Yeah, so salt is good for you, but in you know moderation. again in moderation. Yeah, we no need salt. No chocolate covered peanuts. Yeah, <laughs> whole foods, whole foods. Especially for the keto. <clears throat> oh yes. So again, those ones that you you want to kind of limit, you can have, are the things like your your things that come from animals. What what comes from animals that you can eat? Oh, you're talking about milk and yep. steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. So those things like that, butter, uh, cream, all those things. We used to have a cow. We'd go out and milk the cow. I was thinking of my friend Nuan. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she eats everything that comes from an animal, like besides the fur. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, is this a trick question? <laughs> yeah. Cheeses. The ones we don't need at all are the trans fats. Those are anything that's deep fried. Um, most of your pre-made foods, things that you get in the freezer section and throw in the oven or the microwave, are full of trans fats. Trans fats are the ones that really coat your arteries and um, are those are the things that you. like can sit longer, like have more preservatives, have a higher and shelf that kind life. Of stuff? Yeah. Yes. Um, Let's see what's on your picture. Yeah, yeah, we got. So we have like uh, snack crackers and. Uh, pies and donuts uh, and cookies, all those yummy things that oh, taste really good. I just bought two packages of cookies too. That, <laughs> mm, oh. I know. And remember, there there are sometimes foods. <laughs> I mean, are. you you really should limit your uh, sugar to none. <laughs> right. Because sugar is really not good for you. It's, it's not, super addicting too. Yeah, it's addictive. It is really addictive. It's, it's not. It actually makes you. Um, you can't. Your brain doesn't work as well. You can't think as well. Um, it's bad for, I think, your skin and just all kinds of things. Your, you know, your arteries, your heart, all your organs. So I sugar think, really isn't good for you. I think I read somewhere that it's like as addictive as cooking. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of crazy that we just eat this. Thing. Well, think about it, how hard it is. Like you're doing keto, right? Yeah. And I remember, especially when it was a lot easier for me when I was pregnant to do keto mm-hmm. because I knew that I had somebody else that I needed to take care of besides right. just myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now to try to do that, it's so hard because like, man, I see that candy bar and it's like my mouth starts watering, you know, mm-hmm. or it's, it's bad. <clears throat> yeah. If I wasn't doing this for the purpose that I'm doing it for, for my uncle, I would have broke a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I would have broke last weekend when I saw bread in front of me mm-hmm. because <laughs> right. it was looked amazing, smelled amazing, and I just totally would have broke. But yeah, when you have motivation beyond just like just losing yourself. weight and you know feeling good about yourself, I mean, once you start losing the weight and you start seeing it fall off, then it's good. But when you have someone else to do it for or do it with you, like my husband is amazing. He um, heard that I had to lose this weight to be able to give my uncle my liver. He went on the diet with me, and Aww. he didn't have to do any of it. And right. my husband was really bad. He's, like, drinking six to eight sodas a day. Whoa. Yeah, and a huge Starbucks coffee every day. Wow. So Where did he dip the water in? I don't know. He drank a lot of water, too, but he drinks way more water than me. But he cut it all cold turkey. And I was like, are you having headaches? Like, that's a lot of caffeine to yeah. cut out. And the sugar, mm-hmm. too. And he <coughs> went cold turkey and doing great like he's lost a ton of weight i'm envious of really him. yeah he has i'm I so envious <clears throat> he like I, he's having to wear suspenders now because really? <laughs> he was on one of our one of our um webinars for a whole sorry honey i'm gonna embarrass you in front of our whole staff it was a staff meeting and he was bending over helping someone's computer and totally showed his butt to everybody <laughs> on the Zoom meeting. <laughs> that's so funny. So now he's having to wear. that's for a good reason. Yeah, that's he's wearing awesome, suspenders though. now. Well, but yeah, because especially if you're kind of losing more, you don't want to have to buy a whole new wardrobe and then, you know, have to buy another wardrobe here again. Yeah, I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Men just lose it so quickly, though. Yeah. And women, I'm sitting here going, oh, my gosh. Where's all that well, weight coming off of you? Because think of all the junk that they were eating before. That's where Anthony w- was the same way. Because we started doing keto for um, my autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Because he read, he started doing all this research search for me. And he was like, you know, it says that it feeds off of all these sugars and, um, you know, bad things. Mm-hmm. And carbs has a <coughs> lot of sugars to it. Mm-hmm. He's like, so I think you need to start, you know, maybe you could try this keto thing and he he was like weak 
same thing as your husband. You're really supportive in that. And, um, yeah, he lost, like, 10 pounds, but all he did was quit drinking beers. I, yeah, I know. Exactly. I don't know what it is about men. But. I, you know, I think it, it really has to do with our hormones. Our hormones mm-hmm. just totally will, you know, put on the water weight around your cycle, and then you have all those cravings, and it just, that really affects our weight. Yeah, I think I sent you some information, same type of thing, <coughs> about processed foods, and I know I did. I, I mm-hmm. wrote it down and sent it to you because I, cause I think yeah. I was reading something, and I, I thought of you, and that was quite a, it was like last year, but I remember kind of sending you the same stuff. So, yeah, super important to eat healthy just because, you know, it affects your whole body. All, all the different food groups are good for different things in your body. Um, we talked about those healthy fats. They make your hair shiny, your skin soft, yeah. your body the right temperature, uh, it, the right insulation in your body. And that sounds funny because, you know, I have too much insulation <laughs> around my middle here. But it is the truth. You know, we don't want to be too thin. We don't want to be too heavy. Right. And, and so that helps regulate that. Um, and they say that inflammation <clears throat> that your body goes into, we carry a lot when we have more weight around our midsection it causes our body to be almost like in a constant inflammation state, mm-hmm. which will cause like more um, arterial sclerosis, which is a fatty li- lining in your veins, so which could cause um, a stroke or a heart attack later on, just clogging it from that fat that's in there. Um, diabetes is caused from it. It just your whole body is like affected. So if you're able to exercise or eat better and lose, you know, our belly weight, then you're actually going to be healthier longer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and another thing that it does is it, uh, you get that fat, um, it's called visceral fat, mm-hmm. correct? And you get that around your organs, around your heart, around your liver, around your um, whatever else is in there, pancreas, and all those things. So even a thin person that looks super healthy and all, if they're not eating the healthy foods, but they just are, you know, maybe they're active and they don't... Um, they're not prone to really gain that weight, they can still have that fat inside our body. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still have that heart attack, even if you're a thin person. So just make sure that you're being active at least 60 minutes a day, because that's another thing that, that helps, um, you know, keep that fat out of our uh, bloodstream. And also what exercise, or not even exercising, but just weight-bearing activities, walking, running, jogging, standing. You know, if you have one of those desks that you can stand a- on, stand for a while because that actually deposits calcium into your bones Literally. so just just getting up and standing that's just, very um, very good for elderly too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times that they're <coughs> sitting or in a wheelchair for a while um, having them to get up and transfer on their own or using that walker or stand to help like a stand can really help them increase their mobility longer because once you're in that wheelchair or like, you know, even babies, they don't have that weight on their legs, so they can't get that strength to be able to stand. Mm-hmm. Um, my <coughs> physical therapist was telling me, um, we just got like the report on last x-rays, and there's sign, uh, like early signs of osteoporosis in, in my um, foot bone. Oh. And she said, you know, that she's all, you know, I have never seen signs of osteoporosis in a heavy person. Mm-hmm. She goes, the thin, <coughs> frail people, they tend to have that osteoporosis because they don't have that weight-bearing, you know. The mm-hmm. heavier people, they have all that weight on the bones, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, it's kind of a catch-22. You yeah. don't want to be real heavy, but <laughs> your bones will be great, you know. You might yeah. have a heart attack, but your bones are going to be great. Right. Yeah, I had a bone density test here a couple years ago, and um, <clears throat> just because I was, you know, over 50, I guess. And she called me and told me that I had the bones of a chubby girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, what? She said, no, that's a good thing. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. It's all that healthy eating you do. Yeah. So we had Briar logged on as an either is still watching us or was, and she said, good job, Holly. Oh, thanks, Briar. Yes. (laughs) Briar from far away, we miss you. And um, she's the one that introduced me to, like, really good music. Is that, um, is that the Briar I know? Briar Holloway. Oh, Briar Briar Holloway. I know. Yeah, that's the only Briar I know. <laughs> yeah, and Val, <laughs> Teacher Val's on. We're oh, so excited about having Teacher Val yep, later yep. on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and lots of people. Savannah said you're doing a great job, Holly. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, Mandy and I 
she was up at the ski hill last weekend, the weekend before or something. We got in a discussion about picky eaters or choosy eaters. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> and actually, um, the advice that you gave me, which I'm sure you'll give us here soon, I put it to use, and I kind of, like, let Anthony know that, you know, that I was trying this, and mm-hmm. it so helped. So what would you try? Well, the conversation that we had, I had asked you, and I said, hey, you're going to come on to our podcast. I said, I'm going to ask you about my picky eaters because dinner time is a wreck. It is a total disaster. Mm-hmm. The minute they get up there, they're like, oh, this is what we're having for dinner. Gross. Oh. You know, and I'm like, stop. A nice thank you would be appropriate. Like, mm-hmm. and Anthony would get mad at them. Like, they were just being rude little turds. And it was every single time. It was no matter what it was in front of them. They just automatically hated it, didn't like it, weren't going to eat it. And it's like, and especially Natalie, I'd be like, okay, you need to eat some food. Nope. Go to timeout. Okay. <laughs> Rather go to timeout than eat your food, you know? Oh. Like, and so it was a war zone. Yeah. So don't let your uh, table, your dinner table, be a battlefield. You know, uh, you got to trust your child's uh, appetite. And yeah, maybe they won't eat it, but you give them a certain amount of time, whatever is appropriate for that age. You know, you give them the choices. And, and like we talked about earlier, you know, maybe you you made you didn't make cauliflower, but you made cauliflower rice, or let the kid kids choose, you know, cooked carrots or raw carrots, or let them do help do the the shopping. Let them help. With the dinner, whatever is appropriate for them to set the table or to, you know, get the the. I did ask salad Shelby um, what her what she wanted to have for dinner this week because I'm, we <coughs> just had a loss of what to have, and she said she wanted some corn, and the hamburger with the cheese on top. Oh. And so, because we don't do our burgers with buns anymore, we mm-hmm. just have burgers, and which works out for me because if Anthony's out barbecuing, I can't make my burgers stay together i don't know what he does different <laughs> oh. but like my burgers fall apart if i tried barbecuing them so i just pan fry and oh. nice and quick and easy and yeah so they're just you know they're learning how to exert their independence make those decisions yeah. um <laughs> and you know as a matter of fact i have a funny story uh my granddaughter zephyr <clears throat> we were going up to the ski hill and this was um i don't know a few months ago and we stopped at Four Corners. And I don't know if you've ever been in Four Corners with a little kid, but <laughs> what, what do they give you in there? Schmoozes. Yeah, they, they give you candy. You know, give your kids candy every time you go in there. And it was first thing in the morning. She, um, I had made her like an egg McMuffin type of thing for breakfast, and she hadn't eaten it yet. We went into the store. We got some supplies for the ski hill, and we're on our way up. And she says, can I eat my candy? And I said, well, that's up to you. If you think that's a good choice before you eat breakfast, you can eat it. Well, I want you to tell me. And I said, no, you need to make that decision. You're old enough to make that decision. And if you feel like it's a good choice, then you And Zephyr's six, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's seven seven now, but she was six at the time. And she just kept wanting me to tell her whether she could eat it or not. And so what do you think would happen if I said, no, you can't eat it? Oh, but I want to. Please, why, why, you know, (laughs) please. So I just, I gave her that choice. I said, it's up to you, you know, if if that's what you feel is a good decision before you eat your healthy breakfast, then that's okay. That's, you made that decision. And so we get all the way up to the hill and she's quiet all the way there. And I look back in the back seat when we get stopped and she's crying. And and I said, I said, what's the matter? And she said, I made the wrong decision. (laughs) And she said, now I have a stomach ache and I don't feel good. And I'm sure she didn't really have a stomach ache, but because she she made that decision, she knew it was not the right decision. Oh, my gosh. And I said, well, that's okay. You know, I hope you eat your food and your stomach will feel better. I said, but... You know, next time, just make, if that's the wrong decision for you, make the right decision next time or whatever's right for you. And she's like, okay. Aww, <laughs> now the boys, they'd be like, all right, I'm eating candy for breakfast. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so, you know, it may not work all the way, but that was just an example of giving them that, you know, decision-making, that independence on mm-hmm. making those decisions. And, and you know, we all know it. The minute you say no, you can't do something, then mm-hmm. they want to do it. And mm-hmm. so let them decide those things. And, you know, I, I also have a friend that said, my kid will only eat fish sticks. I said, well, don't buy fish sticks. 
Well, no, <laughs> he won't eat anything if I if I don't buy fish sticks. I said, yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you start introducing things. Maybe only give him one fish stick and some uh, some other healthier foods. You know, taper him off. You don't have to like cold turkey it. Right. But you know, like your husband did, good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Um, you Chicken know. nuggets used to be our thing because it was quick and easy mm-hmm. and. It was always, but Natalie never liked chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, well, I am not doing two different lunches. Let's figure something out that you both like. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you do. You know, you have to have some control as well. But, um, you know, they, they need to. So your job is really um, what, when, and where. The adult's job is what, when, and where they're going to eat. You know, we're going to have meatloaf, and we're going to have maybe two different kinds of vegetables or something, something healthy. And we're going to eat at the table without the TV on. And then your child gets to decide if, um, you know, how much and if they're going to eat it. And I know that sounds ridiculous to some people that, you know, they're going to eat dinner. I made it and they're, mm-hmm. you know, but like I said, you got to give them that, you know, okay, we're, we're all done with dinner. We've been here a half an hour and take their plate away. Don't make it an issue. Don't make a big deal out of it. Just what about take it away. What do you think about the no thank you bites? Um, I'm all for no thank you bites. When I go to the schools, I ask them to have a no thank you bites, and if they don't want one, that's okay. But I always tell them that your taste buds change all the time. You know, you can tell your girls the story about the broccoli. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I used to hate broccoli, but now I try it a different way. So let's try carrots a different way, or let's try this, you know, let's have cauliflower rice. Let's try it a different way. Mm -hmm. See if we like it. I do that with well, my like kids. Nat- last night, Natalie wouldn't touch the cauliflower rice. Tonight, she was the one that ate all of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's it's funny, you know, the difference. Yeah, my daughter sees something or broccoli, she'd be like, eh, I'm not going to eat it. And I go, okay, well, it's a no thank you bite. The rule in the house is you have to at least try it or take a bite or two. If you don't like it after that point, that's fine, but you still have to try you it. You have to do more than lick it. That's yeah, what we, I tell my kids. Because yeah. that's all they do is they're like, no, thank you. Well, that's that's, that's not a bite. In that's the schools, bite. actually, in the schools, I do say, well, maybe we can smell it. If you don't want to take a bite, let's smell it. Mm. And, you know, and it, you have your own rules, too, and mm-hmm. that's fine. They're not wrong, but for the kids, they're not my kids. You will eat it. No. <laughs> so what are your thoughts about, because um, I know some moms are like, and I have to be guilty. I'm guilty of this. I never actually did it, but I'm guilty of threatening for mm-hmm. sure. Um they don't eat their dinner. They don't like it. I'm like, well, that's fine. You're going to sit here until you go to bed or you're having that for breakfast. <laughs> so what are your thoughts about that? Would you do that? Would you actually make that for breakfast? Um, well, yeah, I actually have, you know, put things back in. and But I just don't want to make food a battlefield. I don't right. want to make it an issue that turns into bad eating habits. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I say, let's save it. Maybe we can eat it later. You know, don't make it a fight. Say, well, maybe you'll like it later. Maybe we can make it into an omelet for breakfast. Maybe Mm. we can switch it up. Mm. You know, and I know it's a power struggle, but we don't want our our dinner table to be that battlefield. We want it to be a fun time. We don't want to talk about food at the Mm -hmm. dinner table. Mm. You know, and if they don't eat it, then they don't eat it. And that's where... where um, that was the advice that you gave me the other week, mm-hmm. and um, so I was like, okay, let's try to just not argue over it. Whatever you eat, you eat. You know, I'm like, let's let her just be. Yeah. And um, so we tried it, and you know, she ate a little bit of everything, I think that night, and then. But I just really tried to focus on not arguing with her, mm-hmm. and right. not and just being like, okay, if that's what you want to eat, then eat it. All you want to eat is the one thing. Because I always try to make three things, like a salad. We always have, like, a fresh salad, mm-hmm. um, the main meat. And then I'll do something that I know that they'll eat, like noodles or a biscuit or something that if if it's our meal is completely strange. Because like, I like to Pinterest ideas and mm-hmm. do something new all the time. And sometimes even I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't really know how this is going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm an experimental person, too. So I, so I like to have, like, a biscuit or something there that they mm-hmm. can. And before, I would have been like, nope, try everything, you know. And But after having that talk with you, I, I stepped back a little bit and let her have a little bit more of the control. Yeah. And it really helped. She's my, she's my power-hungry child, and it helped giving her that um, 
that the rain's on them. Mm-hmm. And also, one thing I too um, that I've been doing, and I wouldn't have done this until Teacher Val had um, she made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches one day in her classroom and let the kids make their own. Oh! And so Natalie that day she was like, "I can make my own PBJ. Let you know, I'll show you." And I was like, "Oh God, this is gonna be a wreck," you know. Yeah. And she did so good. I mean, it was messy. I stayed and helped, you know. But mm-hmm. she's gotten so good. And every single day, she, that's the one thing. Just as soon as she gets off of school, like, she tends to melt down. And mm-hmm. has, tired. like, oh, tired. tired. And I, I think she's, I don't think she's as naughty at school as she is at home. Well, <laughs> and, not of course, and I think that's really hard for mm-hmm. her. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, but she comes home. And I'm like, do you want to make your own sandwich or do you want me? Because if I make it, it's going to be quicker. If you're really hungry, I can make it, and you can just eat it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I want to make it. Mm-hmm. And she does. She really focuses on getting all that stuff set up. And um, it's. I think it's really nice. I'm hoping by kindergarten she can just do all that by herself. And, and But I include cleanup as part of it. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely. sorry. If you're going to make your sandwich, you also need to clean up mm-hmm. the mess that you just made because this is part of making mm-hmm. your sandwich. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. She's yeah. probably like tired, but she's also hangry. Mm-hmm. Oh, you for know, sure. come home lunchtime, been playing, playing, playing. Mm-hmm. Now it's lunchtime, and I'm tired. Well, so. you know, and I mentioned that program that I do with the preschoolers and the kindergartners, and where they get to serve themselves, and we all eat at a group, mm-hmm. and so they tend to want to eat more. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they do. They're like, can I have more? And I'm like, well, help yourself, you know. And and they learn. We learn manners at the table. We say please and thank you. We don't reach over the top of the food, and mm-hmm. so. It's just an awesome, awesome. Not everybody eats at the table. Yeah, (coughs) and a lot, most, a lot of people don't eat at the table. Do you eat at the table? Yeah, I try. Okay, Mm -hmm. I try. Uh, Sorry, I'm gonna admit I don't do it all the time. You know, when I get home and I'm really tired, or I'm late. Do you guys eat together? Yeah, we'll eat together. The kids always eat at the table. Um, There's sometimes where I don't eat at the table, but the majority of the time we do. Like if you don't, I eat on the yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I do too. You know, I'm not perfect, but I. Or I, I just grab something, you know, left over and the kids are already in bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we try. Well, and, you know, we all have different schedules too. And sometimes we can't eat together, but maybe one night a week mm-hmm. they get a, a, a family night. A family yeah. night. Yeah. I like to, you know, up. when you're going to try to change something, start small. Mm-hmm. And then once you've, you know, got that down, then step up and try to get it bigger or whatever. That was one of our things, because Anthony and I, we would eat at the table if we had guests or something, but we always ate just in the living room, you know, no Mm -hmm. matter what it was, and we'd watch a show, and, Mm -hmm. you know, great for just the two of us, and I had always told him, when we have a baby, we're eating in the kitchen at the table, because, like, that's just something that I wanted to do, like, like we talked about in the podcast that you'll hear later, like, I'm... I'm a planner, and I. Mm-hmm. this is what I plan for, and this is how I envision my family, and it's like sitting around the dinner table. At, and uh, and at first it was really hard, I think hardest on him, you mm-hmm. know, because it was just habit to go in there and turn mm-hmm. on the TV and start watching mm-hmm. and eating. And, um, but as soon as she was born, we'd bring that little high chair, and it was like a little recliner one, and a, mm-hmm. you know, fancy mm-hmm. schmancy, so mm-hmm. that she could be in that high chair as an infant mm-hmm. even and uh like I think it was a lot harder with Natalie because she didn't like to sit still for very long and didn't like to be up there um hers hers was more she wanted just to run around whereas mm-hmm. Shelby she liked being up there and being you know included she didn't want to be in the swings in the background of the living room when we were at the table yeah, you know definitely. Mm-hmm. and um but now we have um like one Either a weekend night, like Friday or Saturday, we'll do picnic dinner. Mm-hmm. And they can bring, Aww. they have bring out a little blanket that my aunt made, you know. And they'll look, put that on the floor in the mm-hmm. living room and we'll watch a movie and eat something, eat, like, not soup, obviously, but, you know, yeah, something, something easy to eat. Because mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. a weekend, we're not in a hurry. It's yeah. not hurry up and get to bed. You can sit there and eat. And we can all just chill and watch TV. We have a carpet picnic. Yeah. Well, but just not all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, we had like a special night when we could get TV dinners. These were the old yes. tin foil ones that you put in the <laughs> oven for an hour. And we could eat on a TV tray in the living room and watch TV. And so that was like a special Super night. Special. I think it was, it was actually on Sunday when Disney was on. Oh, uh, yeah. Disney and the Sunday Wild night Kingdom. Movies. And uh-huh. 
Dr. Marcus MD, I think, was on that night or something. Anyway, so Sundays was kind of a fun night to do those. Yeah. Uh, you know, that way it's like a treat dinners. too. Yeah. And so, and like you said, you know, you do a little picnic in the the living room, and so that that's not a battlefield anymore. That's a mm-hmm. fun time. Or maybe in the summer you can eat outside. Uh, oversell. We do a lot of eating you know, outside in the summer. Yeah. Oversell things when when they eat things that they don't normally like or something new you know make a production yeah. out of it um maybe there's a, a special plate that if it's once a week or if it's your birthday or something you got something good at school or something you know you have a special plate that you get to eat your dinner on oh, you know that's turn, fun. Turn my kids dinner do into fun time. My, like we have you know the character cups and mm-hmm. character plates and things like that and they de- definitely request certain ones yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes it funner. And, you, you know, those are times at dinner time when you should be sitting around and, and visiting and talking about your day. And, mm-hmm. you no, know, limiting if, talk. Yeah, if you were a superhero, uh, what would be your favorite food or, you know. They or. say, too, like with the elderly, um, a lot of times why they get malnutrition, they're um, thin. Not only is their taste buds get less as they get older and their sense of hunger is less, but it's the social aspect. A mm-hmm. lot of elderly are either widowed or not married and their family are gone or whatever, and they're having to eat by themselves. If you put them to eat together in a social hall or in um, a family, if they're eating with a family, they'll actually eat more and they'll be healthier than if they were alone. Mm-hmm. So that's like in um, long-term s- um, skilled settings that they don't actually like to keep um, the residents in their rooms for dinners or lunches or whatever meals they bring them all down to that community um, dining hall so that it actually is proven for them to be healthier that's mm-hmm. interesting because my yeah. granny i remember my granny was stubborn i think it went from the family <laughs> she uh, <laughs> she refused to go eat in the in like in the lunch hall or whatever really she just refused she refused to do everything she was done honestly she was like i'm old i'm tired yep. but she um she would always eat if we brought her stuff from the Frosties. You oh. know, we'd come back with like a, you know, Frosty, the deep fried um, zucchini. Oh, yes. <clears throat> was it Frosty oh, or the Munchbox? I don't know. I think the Munchbox. I Maybe don't that's know what Frosty was. had now. And, um, but she would eat that and it would always be like, oh, she hasn't been eating. She didn't eat all week long. And so we'd be like, all right, let's go bring her some zucchini okay, sticks, yeah, you know, uh-huh. and then she'd eat. And so that makes a lot of sense. Mm hmm. And maybe she was holding out because she wanted to see you guys, but didn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, when I worked at school nursing, it was so cute to see some of them. Like, they would be like, oh, it's time to go to dinner. I got to get my lips on uh, and my makeup on. A lady's got to have her lips. Mm-hmm. And get all, you know, dressed up and go down to the little dining hall. It's so, it's just so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. I uh, have this, it's called the My Plate Grocery Store Bingo. And so it's kind of a fun little thing. You have like, you can even make it up yourself, you know, get a grocery list and, and put foods in little squares and have the kids help you shop for those things. And as soon as they find a bingo, mm-hmm. then, you know, they can pick a special treat or something. Yeah, they but can have that just, in the cart. you know, another way to make shopping and eating and choice making fun. Mm-hmm. You know, give them something to do. I don't know, you know. I know how it is going to the store with kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I saw. So give them a job. N- saw them on Super Nanny where they did something similar like that and gave all the kids their own list, mm-hmm. and the kids were going and getting. Well, I mean, they were with mom. They didn't just take off, <laughs> but um, would go and get their stuff, and it made like that mom was having a horrible time at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and it just made it such like more pleasant. Yeah, my kids help me like count the mushrooms and like oh, cool. I'll give them the bag and say okay like you, you hold the bag and you put them in and everybody counts you know mm-hmm. and because mine are still young so counting is good mm-hmm. for them too um yeah, definitely so. but yeah I've definitely learned that if you let them help but that looks like a lot of fun something because mm-hmm. that's another thing sometimes I just want them to sit in the cart yes. and hurry so we can hurry up mm-hmm. you know because Natalie today learned um, I was explaining to her that you can't be touching and moving all the things on the shelf because people face those and like mm-hmm. look at how nice and neat this is and you're just shoving it all back like quit touching everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um but yeah that's kind of fun yeah and this big group bingo has 
like all the all the five food groups on it. So down, you know, would be like bingo, B I N G O. But anyway, just kind of a fun thing to do. Holly, do they have that on the internet or you know, maybe we can scan US, it? Yeah, it's a USDA thing, but we can definitely uh, scan it and, and put it on our page. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or we can take a picture and post it up on the Facebook mm -hmm. page. So if anybody sure. wants to use it. You and could, you could our, use that as an ice pack. Our too is an interesting thing that mm -hmm. to have. Yeah, you could do a little I Spy game because I know my kids love that game. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I Spy something orange. Yeah. Orange, 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 orange. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have hit that um, hour mark. Thank you, everyone. Do you have for anything that you want to add? Anything that we didn't touch on or anything? Um, no, just uh, try to eat whole foods, I guess, is what I want to uh, put out there. And. I try to practice what I preach. I don't buy, rarely do I buy anything processed because it's full of those trans fats. It has lots of salt in it. Um, nothing usually that is processed or pre-made is really good for you. I know it's convenient, but plan ahead. Make a, buy, you can even buy like a rotisserie chicken, which is a whole food. And you know, whole food versus processed, like a chicken nuggets are processed, a whole chicken is, a whole food but you can you know eat some of that chicken that night the next night um, make some chicken salad out of it the next night boil up that chicken carcass and make some soup out of it so you know yeah, really the the a whole chicken goes a long way yeah and like so especially for lower it's cheap exactly mm -hmm, you yeah know. um and fresh fruit and vegetables they are expensive so go for the frozen you know they're just as healthy for you Go for the um, canned vegetables, fruits. Make sure that they don't have added sugars in them. Read the labels. Super important to learn how to read a label. I can actually give these guys some information on label reading, too, mm -hmm. to put that on your, your Facebook. So just good information. I didn't know how to read a label until I started um, looking at the carbs. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, I mean, I would look at calories because ca calories is, like, the main thing that's mm -hmm. always listed. Is that the most important thing? Is that why? Or... Uh, well, it just, I don't know if it's the most important thing, but it, it, you look at, when you look at a label, you know, the calories is the first thing on there. So you know how many calories is in it, but it also has the, uh, the number of servings. So make sure when you're eating foods or buying foods that have, look at the serving sizes. So, mm -hmm. you know, even your drinks or, or even juice, things yeah, like that. Yeah, they'll say like two to three servings. Yeah, and so yeah. you're drinking three times as many calories and measure it out like when I started keto I was like 36 peanuts oh that's enough and then you really like count out 36 peanuts yeah that ain't nothing <laughs> another thing that's good about the new nutrition label is it has added sugars on it it used to just say sugars and we said oh I don't want to eat that it's got a bunch of sugar in it well now it tells you what are natural sugars and what are added sugars if it has um, eight grams of sugar in it then, and it says added sugars, eight grams. You know, all of those sugars are added. Those are all processed sugars. If it says eight grams of sugar on it and it says added sugar zero, then you know those are all natural. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, or six and four or whatever. And then fiber, is it fiber, right, that takes away? Yeah, fiber. Carbs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from the net carbs, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is a whole... We could probably do a the whole, whole other conversation on, right? it's like, on keto diet. This is why you need to pay attention to math, kids, because you're mm -hmm. gonna have to try it someday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had and to figure that out. Math. <laughs> I when I started the keto diet, I had to look up how do you figure out what is the net carbs in this. And mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's hard because then they'll have like mm -hmm. a third. Yeah, sometimes the added sugars or whatever, yeah. or the alcohol sugars. Yeah, that's alcohol. what the fake yes. sugars or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's confusing. That's for sure. Well, thank you, Holly, for You're coming. You're welcome, and thanks for having me. I was a little nervous about being on Facebook Live because I don't like to be on anything <laughs> live, but <laughs> well. I muddled through it, so hopefully we all learned something, and I'll get some Next time we're just going to have it already up there and set so that maybe it's not as noticeable to our next guest and yeah. not so nervous. I think we're going to have to like ask our guests ahead of time.
other time, like, are you okay with me wearing face Yeah. Because we could have just sprung it on you. You could have snuck me in there. Yeah, I didn't wear makeup or, you know, anything. (laughs) Last time I looked at all my, the Facebook Live, and I was like, oh, God, I'm frumpy. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Frumpy, right? Totally. Um, So thank you, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And then um, next week, we'll have Paul on, and we'll be talking about communication styles and men versus women and that'll be fun that'll be interesting yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. well thank you everyone for watching on our facebook and listening to our podcast we are over um 574 listens total so that's pretty amazing and our facebook page has over 300 likes yes it does and our i know that one of our like um engagements to one of them was over like a thousand engagements so i'm not quite sure exactly does that mean someone ever like spent it out and everyone saw it or or something or looked at the story i don't know i don't know how that works but yeah that would be nice if we had like a thousand people you know following (laughs) our page or whatever but it's been great and um every week we're gonna try to get it out i don't know if we'll be on facebook but we'll try yeah we'll (laughs) do our best yeah well thank you everyone and we'll talk next week Bye. bye